0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Is Glaber Torres back? Let's break it down next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, May 3rd. I am Frank Stamfel, joined by Scott White. Let's talk about Glaber Torres, who went 2-for-4 on Monday with his third home run of the season Scott, the Statcast numbers are all up. Career highs for Gleyber Torres. He's aggressive again. He's swinging. He's chasing pitches. Is Gleyber Torres back?
0: Chasing pitches? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that a good thing? Now I, you know, he had a he had a good spring, and that matters to me because April was obviously not a great environment for hitters for the second straight year. Like hitter numbers across the entire league. We're way down to the point that you really can't hold it against anybody for not producing that month. And, and already here, just, just since this past weekend here, with the calendar flipping to May, we, we've we've seen certain hitters, Glaber Torres among them, uh, start to pick up the pace a little bit. And so again, the fact that he had a good spring, followed by that April where nobody hit, followed by a good start to May... And you look at the data and most of it looks pretty strong. You know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful maybe Glaber Torres is going to have a bounce back season. The bottom line, though, is we can't really judge anybody on their April. May is going to be a much more revealing month for hitters as a whole, as it was last year. And I think we should approach it the same way this year.
1: Gleyber Torres is currently 70% rostered on CBS. So he might be out there in some shallow leagues. David Peralta is another interesting case. Scotty went three for four hit his third home run on Monday and his launch angle is way up. This is someone who's always struggled hitting too many ground balls. This year, the ground ball rate is way down fly balls. Line drives are up 19% rostered is David Peralta. What are we doing with him?
0: Yeah, way down is the ground ball rate last year. For David Peralta, it was 54.9. This year it's 26.8. I and mean, you can't, you can't, you'll never see a bigger difference than that. And it's being evenly distributed between the, the line drives and the fly balls, which should theoretically make for optimal batting average, optimal power output. But of course, we're coming off that month of April where nobody was hitting at all. And so his numbers look terrible. Is another player that I'm interested in because of those changes in the the data, and because he had an awesome spring. Like, they, and there was some talk of him making swing changes. Then the the beat writers didn't really go into details. He had five home runs in uh, in twelve games this spring. Also had three doubles, uh, and then you see the data, and you, you could see how maybe maybe there is more upside here for David Peralta than than he's shown at least in recent years. He did have a 30 homer season once in his past. Uh, definitely somebody to keep an eye on as the weather starts to warm up.
1: All right, Dylan Cease put together the best start of his young career on Monday. Seven shutout innings, only one hit, zero walks, 11 strikeouts. The ERA is 2.48. The whip is 0.93. Scott, are you buying this early season breakout we've seen from Dylan Cease?
0: I don't know that I'm like ready to move him up my rankings. Say, okay, this is one of the big breakout pitchers this year. Of course, I, I knew he had lots of upside. He's he's in my top thirty pitchers. He's he's ranked as a good pitcher. Uh, you know, entering this start, the walk rate was a little higher than last year. The strikeout rate a little lower, but you know, now he has a start with no walks. So it, you know, with only his fifth start, obviously that's going to have an impact on the numbers. It's going to make him look better. He's looked pretty good. He's looked well. Pretty good's understating. He's looked really good, but not like it's it's not like the walks have completely disappeared on him or anything like that. There's still some some factors there that that give me some hesitance when I'm talking about breakout for Dylan Cease. He doesn't need to break out much to be a good fantasy. He already is a good fantasy option. But is he an ace yet? I'm, I'm not willing to go that far. Yeah, if he can keep those
1: walks down and the ground balls have been up so far this year, if those two things work together, then we could truly see a breakout season even, yeah. even better than we were expecting for Dylan Cease. Let's wrap up with the Twins' bullpen. They were up 2-1 to one. Uh, in the eighth inning of Tuesday, um, Monday's game, Emilio Pagan pitched in that eighth inning. He faced the bottom of the lineup. Yoan Duran came in to pitch the ninth inning. Uh, he struck out one for a save. Scott, this guy has looked ridiculous thus far. 30% rostered is Duran. Is this someone that you are looking to add in all of your category leagues?
0: Look, I think everybody hopes Yoan Duran becomes the the, the Twins closer, he clearly has the stuff for the role. The, the strikeout numbers are incredible. He has this amazing 97-mile-per-hour splitter that uh, hitters have a tough time hitting. But Rocco Baldelli's history is, is is suggests he's a guy who likes to mix it up in the ninth inning. I was encouraged that Emilio Pagan, who I, I believe got the Twins' last two saves, set up for Duran in this game. So, so maybe Duran has moved ahead in the pecking order. But is he going to step in and and be the full-time closer now? I'd bet against it. But, you know, that's not not a situation that's so unique to the Twins' bullpen right now either.
1: All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.